Welcome back to the Stuff Jesus Said podcast. I'm Eric Payton. And I'm Corey Nickel. And this is where we talk about the stuff that Jesus said, sometimes did. We haven't done one of those before, but um, we're excited that you're here today. We've got a great topic for you. At least I think it's a great topic. I chose it. It's right. It's always great. So Anything Jesus said is great. Right, 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 right. But I'm I'm more uh, happy or excited for this one because we... Uh, because I chose it. That's I right. Guess. Yeah. Sounds Eric's very selfish. Weak. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, let's go ahead and get started. First, we're going to do a little bit of catch up on what's been going on. Yep. It's been about a month since the last episode. Yep. So life is always flying by. Yep. Uh, personally, myself, I uh, had my f- my one year wedding anniversary, Woo-woo! which was amazing. Nickel de Mayo. That's right. Oh, yeah, you nailed it. Yeah. yeah. Nickel de Mayo is what we called it because we got on, married on May 5, Cinco de Mayo. Um, yeah, so we had that. Um, I just finished my last day of school today. Mm. Um, so That's huge. Yeah. So you're on vacation for so the next three teacher, months. So as a teacher, that's right. I'm on vacay for a little while here. Not doing anything. Um, but, you know, still on that grand, grad school grind, and yeah. uh, we got state golf. I have an individual Ooh. who made state golf next oh, week. Oh, where's so that going to be at? That's at Ames Golf and Country Club. Oh, that's a good course. Yeah. 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 So little, a lot of exciting things happened the past month. What about you? Um, well, real quick, um, when I was growing up, I played a tournament. There was a tournament every year at Ames Country Club. Yeah. It was a match play tournament. Wow. It was really unusual because we didn't have very many match play tournaments and i remember that i played in it i think one year and i just got fleeced by a guy like you know just <laughs> i think it was eight eight and seven or something yeah. you know um i just got embarrassed but i remember that i had i had good memories of that course it's a good course yeah, i just played i must have played like crap or else he was really good yeah so um what's what's new with me um uh, not much, <laughs> not much. I've been trying to play some golf. Uh, it's getting nice out, so I like to play some golf. Um, we went to Tulip Time, which is your neck of the woods. That's my that's my Dutch heritage tradition. Yeah, Iowa, baby. Yeah, I've n- I'd never been to Tulip Time. Mm-hmm. I hit uh, you up with a list of things to do, and eat. you did, and they were all good. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife Carla had had been there when she was younger, uh, and then my son, obviously, he's uh, eighteen months old, yeah. had never been there, so. We all got to experience it together, and it was awesome. There's a lot of cool things. If you've never been to Tulip Time, if you're listening, you got to do it. It's for the for the longest time growing up, I was like, why do I want to? Why would I want to go to Pella and just look at a bunch of tulips? That <laughs> and that's not what you do. You figure it out. You don't, no, you don't just go there to look at tulips. No, there's yeah, there's it's it's a lot of fun. So, um, but one of the things I had texted you about was the street preacher. You know, like. Have you ever seen a street preacher before? Oh yeah, yeah. Like Many. okay, Many do, do you see him? Versions. Do you see him at Tulip Time all the time? Rarely. Okay, they're down by the uh, Vermeer uh, windmill. Windmill, yeah. Okay. Um, and something about street preachers, I always want to go talk to them, but I'm not confrontational. <laughs> so, um, so I don't. But this guy was like yelling at people, saying they were going to hell because they were smoking. I wow. thought that one was interesting. Like, but are people even allowed to smoke? I don't. Didn't I guess. I, I guess I didn't notice this, this, if I'm, there were smokers, but they did. He did specifically say, oh. "Smokers, you're going. C- smokers of cigarettes, you're going to hell. Like you need to change your ways and all this sort of stuff." So I didn't notice if they were people smoking. Mm. He was talking to, but he was yelling that. I'm a little surprised they allowed that. Really? Seriously? I mean, it's a Dutch Reformed town. It's, it is very Christian. Yeah. And churched. 
but I am very surprised that they allowed that. Like, I, I don't know how long you were around to see it, but I would. It was I the morning. Ass- yeah, I would assume someone came and asked him to stop. Yeah, it was right outside of our mirror. Right, so. and that's why it's like yeah. that's it. That's private property in a sense. Yeah. And yeah, hmm, interesting. interesting. Yeah, well, I was just like, oh, I get so excited every time I see him because I'm like, I want to engage with that and like actually have an intelligent conversation. Yeah. But it's it's like the saying. If you start arguing with an idiot, then people don't know who's yeah. the idiot, you know? I mean, next time, hopefully we're together because that's... Mem- remember last episode, we talked about worldview conversations mm. the whole time and that, like, that's my wheelhouse. I would love yeah. to. I could just go up to that guy and have a really fun conversation. But that yeah. that kind of... We're not quite there yet, but that kind of ties in with our our verse today that's yeah. the same that Jesus said because he kind of went around with this message... He was a little bit of a street preacher. Yeah, he, he was. A, I mean, he was at the beginning, and he's yeah. saying things where people are looking at him like, well, who the heck is this? Yeah. And what is he saying? Yeah. It would have been the same sort of feeling. Right. Um, right. Except it would have for, been a little bit of a shock. Right. Like that. Yeah. Except for back in that day, in Jesus's time, it. I mean, street preachers is how you learn things. Right. That's how you knew the news of the day. You gathered together at the forum, and someone told like, you what yeah. happened last night. Um, you town crier, right? Town crier type of literal things like that. So it's very common. But today, yeah, everyone's like, nope, that's weird. Well, especially when they've got little kids and they're just like, the the kids are yelling at people that they're going to hell. It's like, oh, geez, oh my gosh, the poor kid. And and so Carla actually wanted to go get some food or something. And so I was hanging with McAllister, my son, um, in the stroller, and I was like, I just want to hang right here next to you know, like a little bit back, but so I can hear the street preacher while she went in and stood in the line for a while. I bet and she in was my, getting poppergies. Uh, I think she was. Oh, yeah. 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 And, uh, and so I was just like listing the things that I could say to him to like, he's wrong there. He's wrong there. He's wrong there. <laughs> but I was like, ah, this isn't, I mean, you know, if someone, someone's like that, they're, they're not exactly, open to right. uh having yeah. their mind changed yeah. they, they're they want pretty to, confident uh, in what they're saying yeah yeah, yeah. they get uh, some gravitas um okay so yeah that's about it. i mean we went golfing in pella too i we spent did. a lot of time in pella in the last month you have <laughs> so um, we hit up boss landon we did that was awesome it's a it beautiful was, course it, we had the place to ourselves. yeah i so i actually i posted this a picture of us on twitter i don't know if you saw this yeah I did. of us golfing and some guy responded and he said um, that he had, he had heard some bad things yep, about Boston. I, I was like, that. I was like, what? Yeah. I, I think, I honestly think just that the past few years has been a little rough. It's changed management. Yeah. Okay. They've had to do some reconstruction on the course, mm-hmm. but it was beautiful. And we played like it was mm. well, well put together, ready to rock. Yeah. Uh, was great. Just, we just got to get people out there. If you're a golfer, you're in Des Moines. Check out, check out yeah, Boston. Landing. 45 minute drive. Really? Yeah. They're not paying me to say that. No. So, um, so, that's about that's all happened in my yeah. life. But uh, as far as current events, we've got we've got some things going on. Yeah. Um, one of the things I wrote down that I wanted to hear your thoughts on that we, we haven't talked about yet is this Christian cannabis. Yeah. Uh, 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 OK, if you're if you're listening to this. Check out this Christian cannabis dot com. It's this guy who is creating a Christian marijuana company, I guess. Yeah. He's yeah. trying to brand it that it's a naturally grown nature product, right? When God is the creator of nature and he yeah. wants us to enjoy his nature. Yeah. And he, you know, basically says, well, why don't we frame it the right way? 
rather than the wrong way, I, which, yeah. okay, is there a way to frame it? That's right. I don't know. Yeah. And I, I, I think he's just trying to hit a market in there Yeah. that hasn't been hit yet. And now he's tapping on Christian. You know, the, the, I'm kind of split on this because people say like, oh, because God made it, it should be okay. You know, and I, I get that because, you know, like Genesis 1, God made everything and it was good. And right. and, and then he made humans and it was very good. Um, so I get that side of it. But also it's, I mean, it's the, it's the, it's the tree of knowledge of good and evil, right? It's, right. it's the going to something else for your source of life, right? Yeah. For your, for your meaning, for your enjoyment, for all the or sorts of things. And it's. It's changing the uh, source of life from the creator to the cre- creation. Yeah. Right. And and that's what kind of is at the root of. Yeah. But it's it's a blurry line, and there's you know it's not black and white and like few things are, but. Um, yeah, it's just interesting that he's got this going, and there's actually a lot of people behind it. Obviously. Right. I mean, it you know, you got a lot of people who, like marijuana and. Yeah, and, and want to. I mean, I don't know, and you never know behind it. Like, does he have good motives? Does he have bad motives? Like, what is his true thought? Right, right. Um, and, and you know, maybe maybe it's it's something like alcohol, where alcohol is poison for some people, but also right. sometimes it's not. You know, and and it's where do you? What is your dependency? What is your? Yeah. But I mean, legally, that's another thing. You know, right. in and some states yeah. it's not legal. Here it's not legal. Correct. I mean, medically it is, but yeah, that's so. That's anyway. Yeah. Anyway. No, it's it's a very interesting modern day thing going on again. I I don't know, and unfortunately, in my world worldview perspective, I just see truth getting stretched as far as it can in our common day. We want to push the line. Yeah, we do. Yeah, I, we I want mean, to see where the line is. I mean, we see that right now in the battles. The other things that are going on in the past month is all these abortion. Yeah. Or anti-abortion laws that are being passed. And, you know, it just, it's such an insane fight between pro-life and pro-choice. And, um, yeah, New York passed the craziest right pro-choice bill like yeah. ever. And, yeah. and then we go the opposite way in a different state. And yeah, we're not on the same idea. Everyone wants to stretch it either, you know, one way or the other and kind of get it, get it their way. And that's just, that's where our world is at today. It's no longer a conservative world grounded in biblical law. It's, well, I have my own law, my own personal law, and what can I do that works for me? And then, hmm, maybe I can make that work for other people too. Yeah. You know, there's this there's this concept in psychology that I always find really interesting that like when we don't understand something, we tend to put more rules around it. Mm. And so if you look at like what Jesus teaching it, like one of his his biggest, you know, confrontations and his enemies are, are the Pharisees, the ones who put rules around things because they don't understand something. And God, yeah. if, if, if anything is something that's not understood fully, if, if anything is God, if anything, you know, like I don't, I don't want to, I wouldn't want a God who's so small that I can fully explain him. You know what I mean? No, absolutely. And so when we've got a God that's so big that, that can't be fully explained, in all these different ways, then we start to put rules on them in, in order to, in our mind, create some 
understanding so that we believe we fully know this concept Mm -hmm. and and it's it's interesting because no one no one goes like oh i'm putting rules around something because i don't understand it but that is our tendency and so when it comes to these things like like abortion like marijuana like all these different things and we don't know exactly where God lands on it because it doesn't say explicitly in the Bible, right. this is wrong or this is right, you know? It's not then, that easy. Then we're like, well, where's the line? You know, it's like, well, when can we abort? You know, when is it okay to end this this life? Is it is it is it at one week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, three months, four months, five? Yeah. Like, or a what is the line? You know, like situations. Yeah, I know. And really God's like, no, just... just love the person love this you know like show love and compassion towards someone and and that that answer will be revealed you know like um so i always find that helpful that when when rules and laws and rigidness come into play it's typically a lack of understanding right that's a great point you know i mean no it's true and you can look at throughout history and see that it's very true very very true that's what jesus did i mean like he raised he both raised the bar but also like exploded didn't remove all the rules but he exploded them right. you know like he like yeah all these things well, all these rules and stuff he's like i just i mean change it. i just watched the movie lincoln mm. um all about the 13th amendment and banning slavery yeah um and at that point that was insane for those those congressmen to yeah do like to to say slavery is no longer a lot, but guess what happened? They didn't know what was going to happen after that. So what did they do? Then they started prejudice and discrimination, right? Yeah. And then they made laws around this race yeah. and said, you're not allowed to be equal. Yeah. You, you're no longer a slave, but now you can't be equal. And then yeah. they did exactly what you explained. Cause they were unaware. They didn't know how to handle it. Yeah. They didn't know how it worked. And so they put laws around it and then it took another, what oh my gosh a hundred years to like get it back to where it should be it's just how our world goes you're right people when they don't know and they're unaware they put laws around it that often in the end don't make sense yeah and i don't want to like i mean we've got a topic to to get to today but but i i one of the things that that in me personally has changed is like i used to be like super pro-life and 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 it and, and still like lean that way. But I've also had family members who are, have been pro choice, family members of friends who have been pro choice and been able to talk to them and understand the position. And it's not, you know, you know, both sides make the other to be like terrible people and yeah. murderers yeah. or anti this or anti that. And, and really what I've, at least what I've found is like, you know, the pro lifers, care about the life of what I believe to be a baby. Whereas the pro-choicers believe, believe in like taking care of someone who's in a, like being compassionate and loving someone who's in a tough situation and both are good. You right. know, you know right. what I mean? Like there's no, there's no right or wrong answer in all yeah. this. And yeah. where, where I still will, will lean one way. It's not like I, I, I struggle with the, when people use, Jesus is saying to say like, well, Jesus would be this. Hmm. Well, no, like he's, he's kind of for both. He's right. for both the mom and the baby. Yeah. And so he's, he wants both of them, 
we're in a world where sometimes both isn't the answer. It right. can't be an answer. And, and that's where we're called to kind of step in as, yeah. as love this, love the person, not, um, litigate the, or the situation. Right. You know? Yep. Um, yeah. That's anyway, good. That's, that's a little rant that maybe was too long, but, um, so our, our last episode, we talked about don't tell anyone, mm, which, right. uh, yeah, that was a fun one. Yeah, I remember going with that one. Eric was a little hesitant. He's like, I don't know if we can, if we have enough inf- like information on that. Can we well, talk I, about that? Also, the title. The title, yeah. Yeah, the title of the episode is kind of like, don't tell anyone. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> well, I don't, yeah. But it turned out really well. Um, yeah, we got a lot of listens for that one. So I was like, maybe yeah. it's maybe be a little edgy and yeah. people are like, I got to hear this. It was, no, it was good. I think it was a great reminder about evangelism today and, and what that sounds like and should be like. It was a great reference to you know, what Christ's initiatives were at that time and moment. Um, yeah, that was, a, that was a good episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was fun. Um, anything else you want to say about that episode? I mean, I don't, I don't think so. Um, I'm excited last, for this one. These last couple of episodes have been, uh, just the two of us, but we're, uh, we got some guests coming soon. So, um, that'll be kind of fun. We're mm-hmm. maybe not next episode, but the one after that, or, the, you know, we're going to get some other voices in here that'll be really interesting to stir the pot a little bit. But what are you drinking, Corey? Yes. So today is a very humid day. Yeah, it is. And before today, it's been kind of cooler, and I've been training for a half marathon. So today I went out for my run, and I just got tanked. My tank was, was dry. So I have the high-quality H2O in my Yeti cup right now, and I am rehydrating. And I've got some coffee. Um, have you been to Sweetwater's? No. Uh, it's a new coffee shop in on Jordan Creek. In I West will Moyne. never, ever betray the coffee smith. How dare you? Oh, really? <laughs> I, I guess I'm not that brand loyal on, <laughs> on uh, coffee, but Carla was out of town for the last two or three days for work. Yeah. And so I've been the only one waking up with McAllister, mm-hmm. my son, for the last couple of days. And he just decided to wake up at, 5.30, 5.45 the last couple of days, which nice. is not like him. Normally, he's 6.30, sleeps until. So, I'm a little tired. Yeah. You need yeah. it. I get it. Um, so, yeah. That's what we're drinking today. Um, our topic for today, which I'll, uh, I'll read the passage. Um, Sweet. It comes from Mark 1, uh, verse 15. But I'm going to read 14 or 15 because that's a little section it's in. It's titled, Jesus Announces the Good News. Starts, after John was put in prison, Jesus went into Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God. He says, the time has come, he said, the kingdom of God has come near, repent and believe the good news. And so we're kind of focusing in on the the kingdom of God is near. Yeah. Any thoughts before we uh, jump right yeah, in? Yeah, I just, I'm, I'm a big context, context guy, and I, I say that every time, so I got to give my like Have- two minute spiel. Before you context. Do, before you do that, have I told you about what my what my seminary professor said about context? I think so. But oh, maybe he said, remind me quickly. He would always say that context is a word that means not that that he hates because it means nothing. Hmm. And I would always push back like what do you mean it means nothing? Yeah. It absolutely means something. Some, like yeah. it matters. Yeah, context it, ma- context determines meaning is what I always yeah. say. Anyway, um huh. not that he's wrong or I'm right, but it's just like how you use it. I think he's meaning that it's overused, right, but, but right. It, it's very much important. Go yes, ahead. absolutely. So um, with my eighth grade, we just went over at the end of the year, 
kind of a biblical literacy thing. And we talked about how each gospel is written to kind of a particular crowd, right? So it's, they're different narratives of Christ written Mm -hmm. by different people, but they were um, written by different people, but they were written to different people, groups or audiences. And so Mark um, really was writing to the suffering and the persecuted at the time. Um, And it could have been the persecuted Christians who had already started believing and following the message of Christ. And it could have been some of the Romans at the time, the Roman Christians that were being persecuted as well. Um, And so I love to just have that lens in front of me, right? So Mark um, is is writing to the suffering. Mark is a very um, immediate, like action is happening right now type of person. He's not going to mess around in the gospel. He wants to get to the point. And you can just see that in chapter one, like he skips the genealogy. He skips kind of the, the birth of Jesus, like just none of it. Mm -hmm. He skips all the way to when Jesus is 30 years old. Right. And he like, he has, he talks about John the Baptist preparing the way. And then he hops into the baptism of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And then straight from the baptism of Jesus, it goes to like, he literally says at once, yeah. right? The spirit comes and takes Jesus out into the wilderness. He does. He only takes three verses for Jesus in the wilderness. Yeah, the other, that's crazy. Right? I noticed that yeah. when I was reading it. Like, so quick. Oh, he's just like, oh. Just like touches over it. There he is. He's out there. He's tempted. And then he's back. It's not just like, like immediate happening. Let's not all focus right now. on it. Move action, on. Action, action, action. Yeah. And then, then boom, like. You get verse 14, 15 that you just read. And it's like, it's the first thing that Jesus says. Yeah. It's the first thing that Jesus says in this gospel. And that's an important thing. And it's, you know, the time has come. The kingdom of God is come near. Repent and believe the good news. And, and then, and then right after that, he goes to get his disciples. And I want to make that distinction because I think it's interesting that the first message that we're getting recorded that is being put in the gospel is number one, before he has any disciples and, um, you know, you go back to your street preacher in Pella, Iowa. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like this is, this is Jesus at the time going out on the streets and this is his message. The yeah. kingdom of God has come near now in the Hebrews minds. That's a big deal. Yeah. Now, did we, did we find a couple verses of like where, this is linking to like back in Daniel and yeah. first Samuel yeah. type of idea. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, we'll, we'll touch on that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know when that will come around, but that's the context that we're in. This is the beginning of Jesus's ministry. It's his first message to the people repent and believe follows it. Um, these are, these are, again, this is like, this is big talk by Jesus, which, which, okay. So I always hear people talk about like, Matthew 28, where it's a great commission where Jesus says, now go and then make disciples, teaching them to obey, baptizing, you know, um, and how that's important because it's the last thing he says to his disciples. That's the last thing he says. That's what he re- wants them to remember, about, uh, you know, that's what he wants them to be their, their remembering of him before he goes. Like he's going to say that an important thing to say last, but I also at the same time thinks he's going to say something really important at the beginning. It's going to be like his yeah. main message is going to be the first yeah. thing, right? Yeah. If you're, if you have a message, you're going to have like a, the, the first thing you're going to say is like, what's your message? Your thesis. In, yeah, it's in your your thesis. Yeah. And then at the end it's your call to action. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And so it's like That's his great. thesis 
and it's called action. Yes. Is, are these good. two. So this is his thesis. That's a, and that's like as a former English teacher, that's great writing. Yeah. You come and you say, this is my main message. And you then you prove spend the main time. message. Yep. And then you, you end on the main message, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And when you we're, were Oh yeah, you were an yeah, English teacher. Five years, man. Yeah, I, I went to on a Zoomer, right? Yeah, you got yeah. it. I went and I went to college to be. I mean, I t- had an English major in college too. Oh, so. I, I don't think I, I need that. So many papers. Anyway, Paper writing, fun. Yeah, so there, you know, there that is. That's I a great. That's a great analogy. Yeah. Thesis and call to action. Yeah. I never thought we didn't we, like that. That we, is, we did not that plan just, that. It that's just, just something out. that uh, Jesus. I think it's pretty good. Anyway. Um, yeah. So let's talk about just the, some initial reactions there. So like, what is Jesus meaning? Right? Like right away, he's the kingdom of God is near. So what's, what's the kingdom of God? So, I mean, for me, one of the things we didn't talk about for current events is in the last month, the Royal baby has been born. Oh yes. Which, so, (laughs) okay. I'm, I'm all about the tangents, right? So, I was, I was, I, I, when I get ready in the morning, I've got the Today Show on, whatnot. I love uh, NBC, Today Show, all these, you know, just turn that on. And I'm getting my son ready and everything. And all of a sudden, this, this very intense, dun, 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 it's a, it's a news, it's a breaking news comes in, right? And I'm like, they save that for like terrorist attacks and like big stuff that happens. Like, September 11th, that probably happened. You know, it's, it's something. I'm like, oh no, what has happened? Yeah. And then it comes on, and you know, Lester Holt or whoever is there saying the new the royal baby has been born. And I'm like, uh, oh, okay, like care? almost. It, a part of me was like, phew, We're good, nothing bad. But also like, uh, that's that was such a dud. I don't care. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, so when I think of like specifically the word kingdom. We don't have kingdoms like no. we don't the the, the we kingdom are not the United Kingdom, the un, United, the United Kingdom, States. right? <laughs> yeah. Like, so I, I don't I feel like I've, I've got a disconnect, whereas like I've had I've seen so much preaching on this, but I still have this disconnect between the what he's saying and what I'm hearing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just not so it's just la- not landing with me. Right. What it what it's supposed yeah. to mean. And if I would go back, you know, in in the history of the Jews at this time, right? They, and still today, Mm -hmm. right? Jews are waiting for the prophecy, um, of the old Testament to come true, which is that a Messiah, the son of God will be sent Mm -hmm. and will bring the kingdom of God here. It will will return the, the kingdom of God. And so, for Jews on the street at this time when Jesus is coming out to hear him saying the kingdom of God is here, repent, yeah. draw near. Um, they're going to give the same looks as you did to that street preacher on the corner in Pella, Iowa. They're going to be like, what? How can, I, how can I prove this guy wrong? Like, how, yeah. And just like well, light him up. Does this guy think he is like, how does he know? And this is like a serious deal for them. And, um, and they're they're in a period of like quiet, like it yeah. it has they haven't had any no, word from no. God in like four hundred years. Yeah, and no prophets, no word no, from God. Yeah, yeah. so been this is in captivity in no one's lifetime, right? And yeah. like in our lifetime, there's been no, you know, like significant. Yeah, you know, and it's the same thing with them. They've got nothing. 
Yeah, and so, you know, the kingdom of God means a lot. Means more to them than it does us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, but you know, and today I, I think a good distinction there too is you know the kingdom of God. We we talk about it today. Like, do your good work in the kingdom. Like, yeah. do find your passion and follow it and and do God's will in His kingdom. We reference the kingdom a lot, and so when we when we reference kingdom today or or God's kingdom today, I think we're we're talking about the earth that we're living in and how God reigns over it. It's right? an authoritative structure. Yeah. It's a, um, it's like we're, I mean, li- we're living it, in God's creation. It would this almost be a government. Kingdom. Right. It'd be a government for us. Yeah. It would be the translation yeah. almost like, sure. These are the people that uh, this is the powers that be mm-hmm. right. Yeah. You know, like anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. The powers to be and and we're here in God's kingdom and in his realm and we need to be, doing things for him. And that's kind of like, you know, kingdom work. You hear that a lot. What are you you doing in the kingdom? Like, what's your kingdom work? Well, I'm a pastor. Well, I'm a evangelist. Well, I don't know if I hear those phrases. Really? Well, you got to be around church more. Just kidding. Literally. I need to be more, more, uh, reformed. uh, (laughs) Yeah. Maybe that's it. I'm a Lutheran. (laughs) Yeah. And and like, I hear it on the mission field a lot too. You know, like, well, I'm doing kingdom work. Okay. That's cool. Like, what are you doing? And which 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 almost becomes like a non-word. Yeah, you know, like if if we use something enough or in enough different situations, then it becomes so, like, it's like if you say a word so many times in a row, then it just like becomes sound. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, it's like Christianese. It just mm-hmm. become like its own little buzzword in, does, in the yeah. language. And that's why Christians. I think today it means, it means so many different things to so many different people. It's like evangelism or evangelical, yeah, which is a, such a tainted word mean? now. Right. In or Presbyterian, political. not Presbyterian, uh, uh, Protestant, like Protestant, Protestant can be so many different mm-hmm. things. It doesn't mean one yeah. anymore. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the so, but then back to, you know, Jesus here, the kingdom of God is near. Um, what do you think he's bringing? What is he bringing for the people? What's his mindset here? Uh, yeah, that's a. Uh, I mean, he's bringing uh, freedom, and he's bringing. They think the Jews would think that the he's bringing um, freedom from Rome. I would. I yes. Would think you yeah. know, like it's a these these people are, which you know, like you ever look back at history and think like. I didn't even realize those two things were at the same time, you know, I almost want, I mean, I I knew that Jesus and like the, the Roman empire were kind of at the same time. But a lot of times when we hear like non-Christian talk about the Roman empire, it's, it's not involving. Think about it this way. Like if, if you were a betting man in the first century, and you're like, which is going to last 2,000 more years, the Roman Empire or Christianity? Mm. That, that, that small movement of 12 guys right. who's following that, that street preacher, yeah. right? right? It's crazy. Yep. This is like a street preacher in Pella yeah. living, or, or his, his movement lasting 2,000 years and the United States being nothing in 2,000 years. Mm-hmm. That's, no one's going to put money on that. Right. You know, and that's what happened. Yeah, and, and it's crazy how those two things are like simultaneous historical events. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, what was your question? Like, what just is, like what is, what is he bringing with this message? You know, like I what think freedom and and liberation from Rome. 
Yes and no. I don't like. I don't think because Jesus, Jesus's work here wasn't to bring freedom from Rome. It was. Well, to, it, it, you know what I'm saying? Like it was. I'm, to, I'm talking like tangibly what, on the right, on what the they think. Level. I think yeah. the Jews are thinking like, oh, finally, someone's here to save us from Rome. It's about time. Like, right. That's that's yeah. what I'm getting. Okay. Yep. Get, okay. Good. Yeah. Because and I think that's what people are gonna think. And I in what Jesus is truly bringing is this freedom from. I'm gonna say it. It's like freedom from religion. Like you guys are following all the these, rules thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're following all these rules. You're following all the old Testament stuff. Like we have told you to do, mm-hmm. you know, but guess what? Like the time has come. The kingdom yeah. is here. God's kingdom has come. I'm, I am here and we're going to redo this thing. It's time. So here's a, this just hit me. So when I was growing up, like playing sports, when I was, when I was playing sports, I was always like the kind of the meek, like, specifically basketball we'll talk about basketball right and like i wouldn't want to be called for a foul and so like i never got i never got called for a foul and i was like i was really small but i would always like try to try to guard and defend without without touching the person because it's a foul that's a that's against the rules right no and and so i remember my coach one time being like i want you to foul this guy and i'm like why like (laughs) that's against the rules and i was not a good basketball player and I mean, partially because I was Tiny. sub five foot, I was so small. Um, but like, he got me to foul him, foul the other player, and then like, I was like, oh, that's that's okay, that's okay to do, and it kind of loosened me up, and I, I would fa- you know, it it was kind of like I became like more of a normal player. Yeah. But I got extreme. I got much much better because I had the freedom not to worry about the rules. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when when I was really worried about the rules and not not breaking the rules. It was so rigid and I was not very good. But the moment I could be like, it doesn't matter if I foul this guy. Let's try to go for the yeah, steal or fouls. let's try to black him or whatever it is. Yeah. It frees you up to become so much, such a better player. Yeah. So like the rules aspect was holding me back. Yeah. And that's kind of like the the Pharisee, you right. know, like tr- I'm trying to check all these boxes and make sure all the rules are right. And then, and then mm-hmm. it's just like holding you back. Yeah, it's that, free- it's that freedom from religion in order to freely love and honor God the way. And that's what I think you're actually right. That's what Jesus is bringing here. He's bringing the kingdom of God that is free. And yeah. you, you no longer have to have these check boxes and these, these long list of things you can only do on a certain day or a Sunday. Like, yeah. no, like let's just worship. Let's just worship God. Yeah. Um, and, and let's do it in a, in a free way. And I think you're absolutely right. I think the couple of verses after that too are interesting as well, because he goes, he says one. this and, yeah, in verse 16 and 17, because that's where he calls the disciples, yeah, right? Yeah, okay. And so he he goes to the Sea of Galilee. He sees Simon Peter and his brother Andrew, and he literally calls out from the shore like, Hey, come follow me. Yeah. And they kind of... They like, had to have known what his general oh, message was. You would think, right? Because yeah. they, they've got to be like, I bet they looked at each other and went, the kingdom of God is here. The kingdom of God is here. Yeah, and but the, they would have known what it meant. Probably. Like, why would you have dropped your net? Like, li- yeah. left your career? Yeah, and they just—they literally dropped and like, and they're like, and Mark says at once, right? His like mm-hmm. immediate style comes race. in play, and like they left their nets and followed him. Like they had to know, okay, it's happening. It's happening. It's it's, mm-hmm. it's literally the kingdom is changing. The guy who's going to change it is here, and now again. Did they think it was a, you know, Jesus conquering the Romans? Maybe a little bit. Yeah. Did they think, you know, they were also, if we go back in history and kind of examine the disciples, they were rejected um, 
disciples. Like they weren't good enough to follow a rabbi previously. They were the rejected ones. Mm -hmm. And so now they're like, Oh, a rabbi wants me to follow him. Yes. I need to do that. That's what every good Jew should do. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you get a mix of that. But at the same time, I think you're right. I think they're hearing something and they're going, this is, this is once in a lifetime. So here's another little analogy. So if this is like a kingdom thing, I'm, I'm thinking administration. Like I'm thinking a president, he comes with this message which is going to tie into our our question later, which our fun question at the end. So stick around for that. But he he starts with the time has come, the kingdom of God is near. Repent, believe the good news, and then he's choosing his cabinet. His oh disciples my. are, you know, what he means. Yeah, you know what I mean, like these these people have have they must believe in some maybe not fully, but a part of like they think they're special because they've been chosen right, to, to be in his cabinet his presidential cabinet uh yeah. once once his kingdom is fully realized um that they're like yeah i'll i'll follow that hmm. you're, you're looking like you're not fully bought into that I, i'm just okay i'm having a weird side thought here and i it's it's not it's this i'm not calling jesus donald trump no it's fine no i know <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, so my wife and I have been listening to a podcast series mm-hmm. called Heaven's Gate. Okay. Heaven's Gate is a cult. Okay. Um, and, uh, <laughs> I'm, right? I'm really excited where this goes. We, so my wife was really into like murder mystery, like criminal. Oh, thing. okay. Yeah. Heaven's Gate was a really, really well known cult in the early 90s that they essentially ended their cult by all committing suicide together willingly yeah. and, and quote unquote leaving their vehicle, which is their body. Yes. Um, and they are all found in the same spot. Where at? Uh, I think it, I think it was California. Okay. Um, so anyway, I'm just, I, your, your, your wordage there. Um, like, you know, these people, these disciples felt like, Oh, I'm chosen for this great thing. Yeah. It, you're absolutely right. Cause I think that's going on. But then my mind thought, went to heaven's gate and how these, there was two people who started it all and then basically made other people believe like you're special, you're chosen to be beyond this earth and to be extraterrestrial and, and go into a spaceship in the outer, outer space and be go and like, but it was very religious to them too. They were trying to glorify God and get to the next level and all this stuff. And so I, you know, it just, it just reminded me of how, easy it is to manipulate a message for bad too. Oh yeah. Um, and how so easily we as humans can buy into that stuff Yeah, and we can buy into it with our friends, like a bad crowd in high school or or middle school. I see it all the time. Like Mm -hmm. you just get bought into who you think is the right crowd and you follow the message that's been given kind of by the leader or you don't, or, you know, you get into some, bad choices um, when, when you get older and, and or you kind of lose your religion and go somewhere else because of you think the battle cry like we talked about earlier, even pro-life, pro-choice. Like you just, yeah. I don't know. I just, that, that caught my attention a little bit. I started kind of side thinking like, man, because what, what if that's the, the natural thought of the Jews at that time, right? What if a majority of the Jews, which we know is 
pretty true with Pharisees. They're looking at Jesus and going, this is blasphemous. This is sac- that's what got him killed. Exactly. Right. right? Like, but this is the start of it. This right. announcement is the start of it. Well, and, and Jesus wasn't the only, like if we're going with this street preacher analogy or in that, yeah. in that sense, right. a cult later, but, yeah. <laughs> but he's, he's not a cult leader, but he wasn't the only one at the time who was claiming to be God. You know, I've, I've heard that there's, there were a lot at the time. And well, uh, basically every foreign nation's king, like Babylonian king. Yeah. I'm, I'm God. Xerxes, I was God. You know, like all this. But also in, in the more, the vein more of what Correct. Jesus was yeah. doing, the difference is how it ended. Right. Absolutely. I mean, I mean the, the, after he was crucified, the thing kind of fizzled out for a day or two. And they, they went like, the disciples went and hid and they're like, oh crap. We, yeah. We, 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 we got to the wrong host. horse, yeah. uh, just like everyone else. Yeah. And, and then he shows up again. He's like, nope, no, this one was real, yeah. you know? And so like, that's a, that's a kind of like a confirmation of his message about the kingdom of God, you know, yeah. is like, no, that stuff that I said, this one was actually, I, I'm actually the real one. Yeah. The, those other ones, they fizzled out. There's, there's an interesting passage. It's like a self, uh, I'm not a self-fulfilling prophecy, but it's like a, um, I don't know what you'd call it, but it's in Acts where like the Roman or the Pharisee um, courts take them, take the, take the Jesus followers and say like, Hey, let's, let's, you know, um, prosecute these guys. And someone says, you know what, if it's of God, there's nothing we can do to stop it. If it is of God or if it isn't of God, then it's going to fizzle out anyway because yeah. it's hap- it's fizzled yes, out before. That. Yeah. And so that's in there. Like the, a guy who's not a Jesus follower says, if it's of God, it's, there's nothing we can do to stop it. Right. And now 2000 years later, there's nothing that they could have done yes. to stop it. You know, the Roman government couldn't have stopped right. it. And so it's almost like the Roman government putting an endorsement stamp 2000 years that's later right. <laughs> on this saying, yep, this is good. It's gotta be good. And it's uh, that kingdom is, is, is right. right. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's, uh, Anyway, I kind of interrupted No, that's you. great. I just, uh, that's, I mean, that's how I think it's being viewed at that time is there's some people who are like, whoa, this is real. This just got real. I'm in. Yeah. And then there's going to be a lot of people who are looking at it like, this is so wrong. It, yeah. It's, it's, it, this cannot be true in this time and moment. But let's fast forward a little ways here and like, think about some of the application today. Like, what should we be doing with this statement? What like what does the kingdom of God is is near mean for us today? Yeah. Um. You know, I, I it's a um, if I think about a government and a maybe a country you choose to live in, um, you choose to live under their laws you choose to live by their way of life you choose to um conform or um yeah basically conform to their way of living their culture and that sort of stuff and so it means being obedient and being um recognizing that as your authority in part you know what i mean yeah like that's i think that's like the um what it looks like for it's like it's like um 
is it Jesus who says this or is it Paul who says like, oh, no, it's, it's I think it's Jesus. It says you will know them by their by their works. Right. You'll, you'll know them they're, that they're my followers by what they what they do. Yeah. You know, it's not that he's going after their actions. It's not that he's going after like, hey, you will you will act this way in order that you you may be in the kingdom. It's um, it's the other way around. Um, but that's definitely an element of it if we're thinking about like a modern government or yeah. modern modern kingdom or modern rule is that like no i'm choosing that like this is a place i want to live and i want to live in this sort of culture yeah yeah no i totally get that and i i don't know i think i think i agree and then when i start thinking about it more i start to think that that kingdom is still alive today Right. And I, I start to, when I hear this and I think, okay, what do I do with that today? I start thinking about how I have work to do in this kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have, you know, just as the, the great commission was given to the disciples for the kingdom, mm-hmm. right? Like, like I think the kingdom is also still what we're living in today and it's still here and it's nearer than ever, nearer than ever. Yeah. And, and it's, it's a big time and role for us to continue. Um, and I, we talked about this maybe before the podcast, I can't remember, but we like, it's like that kingdom work, right? Like it's yeah. like, there's a job to be done here while I'm yeah. here. My, my life is but a split second in the, in the realm of infinity. And here I am with my whatever years I've been given and breaths I've been given mm-hmm. to do something in my time in God's kingdom. Yeah. And, and you know, we are his creation and we're here on earth and, and in my time I have work to do it cause it's near. And, and I love his call after that, like repent and believe the good news and, and like do something with it. Can, so can I hold on yeah. for a second? Before we get into the repent and believe stuff, I want to go back a couple words before that is is that that it's near or it's at hand. Because some would argue that well, it the world doesn't look a whole lot different. Like you know, like from when when Jesus came and said the kingdom is here or, or is near or at hand or whatever it is, whatever that word is that your translation says, it doesn't visually look like oh man, there was this huge shift and like all the evil powers, like there's still an evilness of the world, right? right. And so like if if this this kingdom that he's bringing is God's kingdom, then, then it's the kingdom of love. And we live in a world that's not fully governed by love, right? Mm-hmm. And so we're living in this almost like in-between time. Yeah. Right? There's, there's this theology called... Um, is it just called kingdom theology? I mean, I, I don't know. it's this almost, but not yet. It's this in between, like the kingdom is here, but it's not fully realized. Yeah. It's not fully there. And it's almost like Jesus started it 2000 years ago, but then it's kind of like the call to action in his thesis and call to action. He's like, okay, now you keep it going yes, yes. and you keep that kingdom going until it's fully realized. Yeah. So I'm going to start it. Like we're putting it into motion. It's not here all the way yet. You got to do that. But then also, he also says at the end, I'll, 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 I'll make sure it's yeah, all finished. Yeah. Like I'll you know? finish it up. Yeah, right? I'll finish it. And I, but I think, I think that's the call to action that we need to have today um, is this, is this understanding of where we're at and in the timeline of things. So 
you know, earth was created with heaven here. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's God created it perfectly and in pure goodness. It was very good. Very good. Everything and his good. mind in heaven was here until Adam and Eve ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and mm-hmm. separated that. And God took heaven, mm-hmm. right? Kind of away. We don't know where that yeah. is. Um, and in the midst of that, uh, it's separated. And, and then that's when he promised, right? Like literally there was the whole thing in Genesis where, Satan's like, oh, you will send your son, and you know I will strike his heel, and he will crush my head. Yeah. And it was from the, the start. First, that's considered the first prophetic word of, of yes. Jesus is yes. coming. Is shortly after that. Yes, exactly. The right. Man so who will strike? Who will um, crush the head of the serpent? Yes, absolutely. Yep. So right there, already in 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 the very beginning of the book of Genesis, and the the timeline that we have here on Earth, like it was, it was told the kingdom of God is coming. It will yeah. come again. It yeah. is near. And it, it was said, and that's what prophets over time would keep telling, like, Hey, get your stuff together. Yeah. Like Jesus is coming. Yeah. And there's prophecy, Isaiah's prophecies, right? Jeremiah's prophecies, Ezekiel's prophecies, Daniel. Daniel's prophecies. It continues all through Can the I Old read Testament. Quick? Yes. Daniel two forty four says in the time of those Kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom that will never be destroyed, nor will it be let to another people. It will crush all those kingdoms and bring them to an end, but it will itself endure forever. Amen. Which is right? that that kingdom that yeah, Jesus is bringing. That's right. And then so when he arrives, he's saying that, and, and the Jews know their Old Testament. Like they're yeah. very aware yeah, of this. Yeah. They understand the connections. And when he says that, he's literally telling them, "It's now. It's time. It's here. Yeah. It's it's near. I'm bringing it." And and so when when we're looking at the realm of this, right. We are we are still waiting today for Jesus's return, right? That's like the the precipice of Christianity now, yeah. and it's when Jesus's return. It's not just to conquer or not conquer, but it's it's not just to vanquish sin and to vanquish pain again, right? Because mm-hmm. that's the hope is that we get rid of all this bad stuff, and then right. but but again, the language with it, the thought behind it is that heaven comes back to earth, and we're we're eradicated of the pain and suffering and we're we're heaven is here now. And it's, it's almost like, um, did we say this before the podcast? I think I we said know. it before the podcast. And so sorry. We like, we like spew a bunch of ideas yeah. before we start recording. But, um, I think it was where we were talking about like the changing of a, um, a ruling party. I don't know. What's the correct word. There's a, there's a word I'm forgetting. The transference of like presidential power yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like in our country, it's such a peaceful event. Like we're yeah. we're even I mean, I I thought it was so fascinating fascinating when Trump came into office and there's like this very cordial yeah. meeting between Meet President greet, Obama and shake, President yeah. Trump who have gone at it. I mean, yeah. They they weren't actually in a in a no. a race together, but a lot sometimes it is. But, they're, they're both yeah. running for the And even, you know, you know? Like, like Trump said some things about Obama in right. the race and Hillary and in the race and It's just this cordial event and then like there's a hey, you come in the office, I go and I leave on the presidential right. helicopter and fly away peacefully. That's not what it was like when like when you overthrew Rome yeah. Or when you overthrew a government or something, yeah. it, there was, it was bloody. You're, it yeah. was like... You're stabbing it was stabbing people. Yeah. So uh, that just is like... Mm-hmm. And so, but then here is Christ coming in peacefully, right? Like, hey, 
Yeah. Here I am. It's time to change power. It's time to change the story. Yeah. Here I am. Here, here's the kingdom. I'm bringing it. Yeah. And and repent. Like now's the time yeah. to change. Now's the time to listen. Yeah. And then you get the discordance that came from that, right? You get yeah. the followers that started gathering. Um, you can read the next few chapters in, in Mark and see the gatherings that are happening, the miracles that are happening, the teachings yeah. that are that are occurring. And then you get the other side of it, which is the Pharisees starting to get really worked up because guess what? Their power is being taken. Their influence yeah. is being yeah. manipulated. And, yeah. and they're like, what? Like, well, I'm, how can we be losing this? This is not working um, for us. And so now they start plotting, like, how do we get rid of this man? Like, this yeah. isn't okay. So, you know, again, I, I think it's interesting that Jesus comes in. It's not interesting because it's Jesus. Like, he comes in swinging for a home run. Like, hey. This is the message. It's his thesis, right? Like, yeah. this is the main thing you need to know. Times are changing. The kingdom of heaven is near. Well, and so, like, I struggle with the the verse right out, or not, it's not even. It's the same verse. Repent and believe the good news. Like, he says, the kingdom of God is here. So the kingdom is here. We've kind of talked about that. Like, what what that means. Um, but like, then after immediately after that, it's repent and believe. Which okay, let me let me throw this at you. Yeah, is that not a similar message that John the Baptist was bringing? No, it was right. Yeah. So isn't yeah. and and John said, "I'm preparing the way." Yeah. Not for, this isn't for me. Yeah. But I'm preparing the way for the chosen one. Right. And so he was giving that same message. And so when Jesus came in, what do you think his message was going to be? Repent. Right. But Re- how does that? I, what I'm struggling is how that connect to a kingdom mindset. You know what I mean? Well, like, is it, is it because they've, um, you, you, you know, they've bought all into, to the, the previous ruling kingdom and you got to change because repent means to change your ways, change, change your direction. Your right. So is it, is it saying like, Oh, I'm not going to trust in that kingdom. You're my king. You know, like you are my kingdom now well believe that you are the one that you said Mm -hmm. you are is i think what what it's saying right or what if it was more um because remember jesus later goes into the temple gets super angry at the way that the jewish tradition or or even the temple courts of his father is being so it it could be like hey y'all have changed the way this should be going. Oh, yeah. We are no longer change back to yeah, the way it like should be. We repent yeah. from these sa- almost sacrilegious things that we're doing and and let's get back on track, right? Yeah. And then I, the the second one is really like he's he's commanding them like believe the good news that I'm bringing because yeah. it's different. Yeah. It's different. And you all we need to repent from the path we've been on. And honestly, we all should be repenting every day. And so how serious of a repentance that was, but that's what comes to my mind is like the Jews and where they were at, because guess what? Those Pharisees were in the Romans purses. Like the, they were literally being given money to get the Jews to be quiet and follow in line because there's, there's some different types of Jews at this time, right? You have the Pharisees who are running the temples and they are in the pockets of the Romans being paid to keep the people in peace yeah. And then you have the Essenes, um, who are the very ones who have gone out of society, or, or the Essenes, right? They and, and they're down south, and they're all in these pockets. So who wrote the Dead Sea Scrolls? Right, the Essenes. They fled 
the Pharisees, they fled the Romans, they went mm. to peaceful areas, and they just wrote scripture the whole time. And they said, well, we're just going to wait for the kingdom to come. That's what yeah. they did. Oh, yeah. And then there's the third group, right? And I can't quite remember them, their names. Sadducees? No. They're kind of like, the, yeah. who are the rebellious ones? Um, oh, the um, and there was one of them that was a disciple. Um, yeah, right? what were they called? Um, I'm I'm thinking it's the Jesuits, but it's definitely not the Jesuits. No, it's not the Jesuits. <laughs> um, uh, oh, what were they called? Oh, oh. man, we'll have to look what? this up afterwards. They were in uh, they were in Masala, uh, I'm, up I'm, there. They were the ones. So this third group was the it was like the rebels. Right. Yeah. The, they were the Jews. One of the disciples. Is yeah. Um, I don't can't. I cannot remember it. I'm so sorry. Podcast listeners. I should know this. Look up the disciples names. And yeah. One but of them is it. Yeah. But they, they were essentially this third group of Jews were the Jews that were like, no Romans. I'm never letting you have yeah. any authority over me. I will fight you. Yeah. And they kept fighting back. They, they fought back. They yeah. fought back and literal blood was spilled with these people. Yeah. So, right. We have these three sections and so yeah no wonder jesus is saying repent like in the in the jews doing. he yeah. was really talking to right are the ones that are in the pockets in the purses of the romans and he's yeah. saying repent come on guys get get back on track here all yeah. right you got it you got any thoughts but he's also talking to the people who are just like everyday yes i mean the he's talking to his fish, the fishermen the, the people who are like, yeah the ones you don't know as well that are listening to the pharisees and stuff yeah so here's here's something that we talked about with um, with Carla was there's this idea in some Christians' mind that the the point of Christianity is to like once you die you go off into heaven and you're you're like leaving this place it's like an escapist mindset right like our goal is to not, not our, not our, I mean, our, yeah, our goal would be to like, once we die to leave earth and never come back because, you know, cause we want to go into heaven with, with Jesus forever. Right. That is like a, an idea that has permeated Christianity and this, and I think partially it's like modern culture and just this idea of like heaven being off in the crowd in the clouds and there's harps and all these sorts of things. And that's not the picture that we see in scripture. But we have this mindset that like, oh, when someone, so, so my dad passed away oh, five and a half years ago. And so like when, after he died, there was, you know, there just is this talk about like, oh, he's in a better place. And yes, I do believe that. But when the, when the fulfillment of all things, when, when Jesus makes all things new, like it says in Revelation, when when the kingdom is fully realized it's back here like we are it's on earth it's it's heaven comes to earth and all things are put back together here on earth so which which to me changes like the mindset of how you interpret the kingdom of god is here repent and believe because what's done on earth what's done here matters you know, it's not just about like we're in this terrible, evil place, but someday you can escape it and never come back. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I I think I think that concept is. I think we forget about it a lot. Right? I thought it, w- growing up, that's what that's what I thought it was. Yeah, like you just go to the clouds and yeah. you hang out with Jesus for the rest of eternity. Right, and you do, but you it comes here. You yeah, know, like 
it comes he comes back to earth yeah no and right put and, earth back together to yeah. the way it was in eden yeah and you know? and and there's there's some different theologies there too that believe like either do we actually go to heaven quote unquote do we stay sleeping in the ground yeah. or our spirit state so you have that hill song quote right that they in one of their new yeah. songs that just that just came out because that's the thought is like do we do our spirits go to heaven and wait and they come back down or do is it like we're sleeping and it's you know kind of just like a hot second and then you wake up you're like I mean, oh jesus the kingdom the, has come jesus said to the criminal across next to him today yeah. you will be with me in paradise uh, yeah. so I, I believe there is something like my dad is somewhere in paradise right? yeah you know, you know like there yeah. is there is something yeah and you said that the the hill song quote comes from the the song echoes which talks about right at the end it's not i don't think it's through the whole song i think it's just at the end where there's a those are a refrain that says like um, a new day has arise and da, 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 and the graveyards start to rise. And right. Cause that this... was another scripture that, that is in the new Testament talk, that talks about how like when Jesus comes, people will flood out of the grave. Do you, I mean, right? do, you know, do you know that that's, that's like, I didn't, I didn't know this until after my dad passed away that, a lot of graveyards. I don't know if it's they all of them now. East? They face east. Yes, and that's a that's a Christian thing. Mm-hmm. That's like a. I mean, it's a. I think it's a Judeo Christian right. thing like, that that when he's coming from the east, right? right. So he yeah. he comes, and so that the the when the when we rise, we rise to face him, yes. facing east. I didn't know which that. Which I yeah. thought was so fascinating, mm-hmm. and that's also why I I believe there used to be some like resistance to like cremation and everything. Because, right. Like, Absolutely. You know, you, I need my body when he comes. God can't put your body back together. Uh, yeah. th- that's a whole other thing. But yeah. but but I thought that was really cool. That it's like that's ingrained in our culture and that graves face east because you rise to see christ you rise to to as he comes back so mm-hmm. that's kind of cool yeah that's that's good but yeah it's it's a i mean i think we just have misconceptions all the time and that's that's what this podcast is about we want to chip away at these inconsistencies these these pieces of jesus that have been stolen in our culture and we want to take away the counterfeit Jesus that we've kind yeah. of created in this world. And we want to try and with this podcast, just bring some different perspective back into it and say, what well, is this what, true identity? Yeah. Like what's the true identity of Christ? What's the true meaning behind this? Where are we really at with this? And, and that's our heart behind it. And that's how, you know, we've, we've really gone at this verse today. And, and what's, what's, in, you know, he's the Prince of peace would be yeah. a, a, a name for him that, and that also, we are co-heirs with Christ. So as, as we talk about like this regime change and this, this kingdom coming, we are both citizens of that regime, yes. but we're also like co-rulers of yeah. that regime, which is fairly significant as well that we're not just like, it's not like, you know, we're, we're citizens and then we've got a ruler, a King who rules ov- over us with an iron fist, you know, and so it's just shape yeah. up. No, he's like, Hey, you come do this with me. Yeah. You know, I love it. And, and that, and that's the same with his great commission. Right. And yeah. this is one verse we might get to later in, in some other podcast, yeah, but he's like, you're going to do greater things than I did. Yeah. And there's, there's a mission statement behind that. Like, Hey, you're a part of this. You're a co-heir. Yeah. You are a ruler of this kingdom that I have. Go do your thing. Do what we've given you the gifts and the talents and the passions yeah. for. And that's a whole nother podcast that we're going to be doing someday. Yeah. Um, but you're right. I, I love that last 
I, I feel like we're wrapping up, but like, yeah, we're at uh, about an hour. Yeah. And three minutes or so. Uh, hopefully they're still listening, but yeah, that's a great, that's a great way to look at it. Like Jesus came with this message. The kingdom of God is near. He brought that. It changed radically changed the way that people lived, mm-hmm. the way that people thought. And he didn't just bring it at that time. I mean, that same kingdom exists today and we are continuously working in it and we are a part of that. And, uh, it's important that we're, we're carrying out the mission that he's given us. So, so real quick to kind of wrap things up, how would you translate this passage into like modern language? Like, yeah, the, you, so, you uh, always so, like to ask those questions. <laughs> yeah. So the, the kingdom of God is here. Was that what, what, like what, if, if Jesus was, if this time was there, you know what I mean? I'm going to use a Chris is, Tomlin quote. Okay. And I feel like he might have gotten it from somewhere, but it's in one of his songs. And and he sa- he basically says, there's still work to be done in this city. And he says city. Um, I'm not sure what city like he's Zion. referencing. Zion. Yeah, but like, yeah, Zion, right? But I think, I think that's the common day message that I have is like, there's still work to be done before Christ comes back. And we're a part of that story. Yeah, that's how I would I would translate it to modern day language. There's still work to be done before Christ comes back. Okay, I'm gonna go with the the thesis call to action thing. Okay, so in my mind, that's more the call to action. The thesis, I would say, is there's a new administration. Like you you are governed by a new administration. There's, there's a, there's a, there's a new, I mean, we, in, the, in the United States, we there's can a say there's a new sheriff in town. There's a new sheriff. No, I, I was going to say there's, there's a new president. Like it's, maybe it's, you know, here's, here's something. So like we elect a president in November and he doesn't go into office until January. Right. Right. So it's almost like we're living in this time between November election and January inauguration. And so the election has happened. Jesus, Jesus is the election. And he's like, I won the election. And so we're living in this time, like November, December, early January. And so he's saying, I think the, the, the message is like, I've been elected. So come yeah. and join the, join this new administ- administration Yeah, is, is I what like I think. That. I think I, I like say. that. And I think, you know, that's, that is true. Like Jesus's placement as uh, the right hand of God, the father, it changed the game. Mm-hmm. You know, he was elected to be the sacrifice and he was elected as a new administration to give us an access to God that we'd never had before personally. Mm -hmm. And that you're absolutely right. That is, that is a good change of the guard. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we're going to transition into our fun question. Final fun question, which I've got this time. Uh, Corey had the last one, which was what would be Jesus's, uh, (laughs) like celebration after he scored a touchdown or whatever, after he healed someone. Such a great one. That was, that was a good one. So because this is the, the kingdom one, I'm going to say like, what would Jesus's um, catchphrase be, or uh, for his his election campaign? So like like Donald Trump, and I I feel like I've said Donald Trump a couple times because he's a current president. I'm not like endorsing him or anything, but his phrase is "Make America Great Again." Yeah. And Obama's was hope. I feel like there was more to. Was it just hope, hope and change, or something? Or I really don't know. Maybe it was too long ago. Did Hillary? Oh, Hillary's was "I'm with her." I think. I think so. Like, what would Jesus's catchphrase be for his kingdom? Like, what was his? What's his election phrase for his campaign? 
how how literal can I be? What if I what if it just literally would have been the kingdom of God is here? <laughs> you could do that, I guess. I guess that I just like what else? Like I I I jokingly thought of that earlier. I was like, he would just this would literally be his his slogan. Like make life great of, again. Make life great. Okay, I got to keep thinking. Do you make have, the earth do, great again? Do you have another another one? I got um, to think. I'm with him. I'm with, I'm with <laughs> we're him. just we're just using Hillary and Trump. Spinning off everybody. <laughs> the else only two is. we can think of. Um, Man. Yeah, I mean, I feel like his he's he's his his message is that you know you will do. I've I've come to make you whole and to bring life and life to the fullest, right? Yeah. So John is that John ten ten? Mm-hmm. Um, I've come to bring life. So let's let's go make life great again. Yeah. I just I, I just I don't know if that's what, what that's if not the just, one I want to land on. I'm trying if, to work. It what out. if he would be using his because like the the slogan that he got all the disciples rung in on was like like come follow me close, but like I'll make you fishers of men. Like ooh, that's a like good one. Making fishers of men since. Zero AD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that would be good. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. I don't know. I got. That's I think we got a couple one. good options. We'd have know. to really spin that though. We'd have to. We have to get a little. Yeah. Fancy. If if you've got a good catchphrase for Jesus, yes, you should tweet it at us. Definitely tweet it because I think there's some really creative people out there. We're gonna. We'll uh, we'll retweet the best ones. because yes. That'll be. Uh, I feel like there are more creative people than us. Yeah. I mean, so, you're, you're creative. I don't mean to knock you. You're, no, you're very man, in the moment, it's hard. But, but there's some really witty people out there who are really great at this. Yeah, think so, about it. And, uh, um, make sure you hit us up on Twitter, at Corey Nickel or at epate88. Yeah. Um, you get out there. Also, if you are, I know we always talk golf. If you are a golf fan, um, Eric doesn't plug, the, plug it on here as often or sh- as much as he should. But he does have a golf podcast called yeah. The Looper. The Looper podcast. Um, if yeah. you want to know what The Looper is, you got to listen to the podcast. Because I didn't, I had no clue what a looper was until I, I like yeah. heard oh, about really? it. And t- until maybe I should have an episode where I explain it. It's a, oh, I'm not maybe. supposed to say it. Or? No, don't say it now. Make okay. the people go and find out. You should just, or put it in your description. I think you have it in your description. Yeah. Your podcast. But, I mean, the logo pretty much explains it. Yes, it does. But anyway, like. It's so good, and uh, if you're a golf fan, the Looper podcast is—he's got some really fun episodes. I just episodes did a, a golf up. rapper, yeah, like <laughs> like a musician, a rapper. He's yeah. so he's so interesting. But the one I've got coming up after that is phenomenal. Yes, if you're a golf fan, it's it's so so good. The one that's coming out episode seven for that one. So that's great. Uh, yeah, check that out. Um, but we gotta we gotta right. plug next the, time. the next topic. That's right. Um, so next time we are. Uh, so again, this is where like come and join us in this. We our purpose behind this is to get our butts back into scripture, get our our minds working and thinking deeper. We both kind of you know we we are in the Bible for our jobs, um, mm-hmm. so this is refreshing for us. Um, but for you out there, if you're following along, get into John. 12 verse 25 um, coming up for the next episode, which says this, the man who loves his life will lose it while the man who hates his life in this world will keep it for eternity. Mm. Um, So that's coming up next episode. Get in the scripture, follow along. It's going to be super fun. All right. Thanks for uh, sticking here with us till the end. Talk to you next time. See ya.